everybody, it's Lance Every Morgan and Rob Giardinelli with Success with Style, and we are coming here today from Neiman Marcus in San Antonio, and we are here with Salvatore Ferragamo, our super special guest. Welcome, Salvatore. We're Thank so you. glad you're here. All the way here from Italy. Yes, absolutely. Thank you, Lance. Yeah. Thank you, Robert. Great pleasure to be here. All the way from Italy. You know, I come to the States actually about two, three times a year. And uh, this is a, a five-state uh, trip. So uh, Wow. But the, Texas is the coolest state, right? Texas is special. Yeah. I always say Texas is the heart of America. You know, it very much is. Yeah. A lot of pride uh, of the Texan people of their, Absolutely. their state. Absolutely. Almost yeah. as much pride as the Italians have, I think. It rivals um, it, right? <laughs> I, don't you're also, I don't know. <laughs> and you're also here, uh, you'll be at a, a wine dinner on Monday as well in Bernie. At Valeria, the restaurant. Yes, absolutely. I'll be at uh, Valeria's for the for their wine dinner. The Bellissimo wine dinner. Series. Bellissimo wine si, dinner. Yeah. Fantastic restaurant. I love the concept. Uh, you know, Keith, uh, the, the the chef and owner, has a concept of farm to table. Yes. He actually produces a lot of his uh, produce for mm -hmm. his uh, restaurant, which are available for his customers, and that's very much in line with our philosophy of uh, sustainability. Actually, all our wines are certified organic. Uh, we are a strong believer in uh, sustainability, so mm -hmm. this is a perfect match. I'm looking forward to the dinner. It's going to be a lot of fun. It sounds like fun because you've been here for that before, and yes. you're it. And your wife is a chef. My wife is a chef. She's so that must be nice to have a chef in the house. She, it, it is absolutely incredibly, it's an incredible privilege for me to have my wife uh, cook for me. She's a great, uh, great chef. She has her own Instagram page. It's called the Chef on High Heels. Oh which yeah, is a lot oh, of what fun. a great name. And she's it's, and she's not bad to look at either. She's no, also she's, attractive. She's attractive. She's yes. attractive. She's wonderful. And we've got three great kids. Uh, incredibly blessed and fortunate. Awesome. But you actually live on your estate in Tuscany, where the winery is. Yes, I, I, I live also on the property. I live in uh, Florence uh, during the week uh, with my family and uh, due to the, the, the schools and so on for the children. Yes. And then on the weekends, uh, we actually go out to the farm and we live there. The farm, the, the wine <laughs> estate that you call the farm. I love that. It makes it sound so quaint, Salvatore. And, and so it's called Il Boro. It's called Il Boro. It's a beautiful property. It's found about 45 minutes south of Florence close to the town of Arezzo. Have you seen the movie Life is Beautiful? Of course. Yes, of course. Well, that's Arezzo, beautiful oh, uh, wow. medieval town of Tuscany. And the property lies just at the foot of the Apennine mountain range, which is actually very important for our wine uh, growing philosophy. We grow wines according to the terroir. So mm -hmm. according to the different types of soils that we find, according to the different altitudes of mm. the property, we plant different vines so that the wine can really be a, an expression of this beautiful corner of Tuscany. Right. And at the same time, we believe in sustainability. So as I mentioned, the wines are all um, certified organic as of uh, January 2015. And uh, at the same time, the property is incredible because it has its own medieval village. It's a little medieval hamlet that dates wow. back to 1,000 years ago, perched wow. on the top of a hill, and it's been transformed into a relay and chateau hotel, really a spectacular property, a true experience. So anyone can stay there? Yes, exactly. It's a, it's an, and it's a magical place. It's, you can actually visit and stay there, and you're staying in a medieval village with its cobblestones and its beautiful uh, suites. We have 38 suites. It's quite small, but uh, really beautiful. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the, the, the wines, the olive oil, we produce uh, honey, everything organically, chicken, eggs, beef, uh, vegetables, two restaurants on the property, farm to table, 
So it's a really quite a unique Well, that experience. keeps you busy. It does, absolutely. Wow. So I love wow. it. Love it. Beautiful place. Well, I've never stayed in a Relay hotel that was not exquisite. So I'm sure yours is as exquisite as the ones I know about. That's incredible. Yes, thank you. Thank what you a great lots. partnership yes. for you. Um, so what is one way that you make all of your guests feel welcome? Because we do a lot of hosting and entertaining, and a lot of our listeners look to learn about that. What is one way you really make all the guests feel really special and welcome when they come to your when they come to Oboro? Well, I think it's, an, uh, it's a, a very authentic approach. So you're staying in a beautiful property, which I like to call it a farm, because first and foremost, it's a farm. It produces different agricultural products, so we're not, we don't really qualify as a resort, but more as a farm that produces wonderful products, and you're staying in a medieval village. So really, the element of authenticity is what makes our guests uh, feel very comfortable and uh, understand that they're in a truly unique place. So this is, I think, what the border provides for our guests. That's wonderful. Now, let me, let me ask you this. Say I wanted to do some farming to help out as a guest. Do you provide that as an experience or some, or, or, or working with the grapes? Absolutely. I can okay. already, I can already. <laughs> in fact, you want guests to work out. <laughs> I, work, I can, work I can actually <laughs> already tell you the date. We fixed the date last week. Oh. The 16th of December uh -huh. is actually our harvest party. Oh, wow. So oh. December 16th, 9th, sorry, 2019. Said, uh, sorry, September 16th. September 16th. 16th okay. uh, so that's a late harvest. Yes, so no, no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> my dates, I jet lag yeah. is catching That's up. Indian of Indian uh, summer. Right? Yes, absolutely. Yes. No, no, no. September 16th, uh, 2019, we have our harvest party party and oh, so our fun. guests are welcome to participate it's actually a lot of fun we set up in teams and we have one hour collection of uh, of grapes and who has most baskets uh, wins and so there's a lot of how fun. fun is that yeah. and you grow all types of grapes for your wine right we grow different grapes yes yeah. absolutely we grow the merlots in the in the more uh, clayish uh, compact type of soils then yeah. we have the syrahs the cabernets and the more the sandy or the the, the pebbles and the sangiovese which maybe is the is, is the king grape of tuscany and yes. the variety we grow most uh, and the higher, more stony, uh, steeper type of soils. Wow. Well, back to the harvest, I want to know what does the person who gets the most grapes win? Well, we have bottle prizes and different things. And of course, we all celebrate at the end of this. Uh, so uh, there's fun some wine, I would imagine, that's a lot consumed. Of, a lot of wine is consumed. <laughs> we have a, actually a wonderful long table in, in between the vine, the vine rows. And oh, uh, we enjoy wow. just a wonderful Tuscan uh, lunch. So it's, it's great. It's a lot of fun. And I would think that some kinship is created at your at your farm, as you say, between the guests who go through that. What a neat shared experience to have, and with your family too. Absolutely, absolutely. I have to tell you though that uh, last uh, last uh, experience uh, we had the American team and the Japanese the oh team. Oh boy! And the American team uh, uh, received some complaints from the Japanese team because I understand that uh, the Americans were taking some baskets directly from the, the pile what? of the Japanese. There were no Texans in that American <laughs> team. We, we I play fair. I was going to say it's all Texans doing that, <laughs> no, but okay. No, no. <laughs> no, just a lot of fun, a lot of fun. How fun is that? And so the, the, the actual um, the vineyards and the winery, you've been around since 1999, is that correct? The very first uh, wine was in 1999. That was when it was produced. Okay. It was uh, harvested. Harvested, yes. And uh, then we sold that wine in 2001, but the property was purchased uh, back in 1993. Okay. So some years before yeah. that. Yeah, okay, gotcha. So, you know, your family is really well known for, you know, for fashion, obviously. What drew you into the wine, you know, the wine spirits, culinary, culinary world? Well, it's actually, a, it's a long story, but basically uh, I am... Uh, 
member of a very large family because I am one of six, my father is one of six, my grandfather was number 11 out of 14. So in order of a uh, succession planning, we actually set some uh, rules. So we have to have a university degree, mm-hmm. we have to have an, M- uh, an MBA, three years working experience with a company not related to the group, and then you join management that reports to the board. And I had all the pre-requirements. I have an identical twin brother, and, and my brother really wanted to join the fashion side, and mm-hmm. so he, he did. He went hmm. into the into the fashion side. Today, he's uh, uh, vice president and is in charge of all the men's uh, and ladies' uh, products. And, uh, and instead, I had this uh, incredible opportunity of developing the Il Borro property, which was completely abandoned and needed a family member to follow in its restoration and in setting up the hotel and the wine uh, industry. And so I jumped at the opportunity. I wow. thought, how exciting yeah. to start something, exa- something new, something completely new from scratch. So that's uh, that was my my approach, and I've loved it. It's been it's been quite a challenge, but uh, wine business is very competitive. But I love it. The wines right. are drinking beautifully, and very excited. Uh, the last wine, the, the Borro 2015, actually got 97 points. Wow, Which, congratulations. We're looking exciting. at this wine right now that you were so kind to bring us. And do you know how tempted we are to open this right now? <laughs> Just to <laughs> confirm that it's as amazing as you say. Thank you. Truly. Thank now, you. speaking of children, you would, and coming from such a large family, do you have a succession plan for your your own children to be a part of the family business? I think I'm going to follow the same uh, the same plan. It makes sense. I think it's important to, in, uh, when it comes down to succession, is to uh, actually have a distinction between yeah. shareholders and active uh, managing family members. Mm-hmm. And you want to limit that uh, those numbers because you don't want to create uh, too many family members uh, that kind uh, kind of could prevent for external management to grow within the family group. Right. And uh, and at the same time, it's important also to distinguish. Maybe you would just want to have other interests, uh, uh, take advantage of you know the dividends as a shareholder, mm-hmm. and do something different. I yeah. think this is uh, this is very important to have that type of approach. So for my children, absolutely, it's going to be the same. They they should do first and foremost. Yeah what they have a passion for, something right. that uh, I'm a strong believer, if you don't have a passion, it's very difficult to succeed. It's uh, incredibly competitive out there, so you yes. have to be well, passionate. And you're helping them build their work ethic, right? As yes. a family member, yeah. and as a part of the farm, as you call it, the estate. Yes, absolutely. And so getting, uh, speaking of kids, and do you remember what your first dollar was that you earned, how you earned your first dollar? Actually, it was uh, my summer job, and I was working in the shoe factory. Okay. Yes. Oh, okay. Because yes. originally your family was known for creating the most exquisite shoes in the Still. world. Still. Still. But originally that was how yes. it all started. Yes, yeah, absolutely. And the platform. The platform yes. shoes. Yes. Uh, you know, the shoes that my grandfather, you know, when he migrated to America, in, uh, in the, well, he was known for, the, for being the shoemakers to the Hollywood yeah, uh, right. scene, and yeah. so the famous uh, movie stars. And um, and so yes, that's uh, that's how I basically earned my first dollar. I was working in a shoe factory, putting uh, shoes in boxes. So okay, so you uh, have to put the right size shoe in the right size shoe box. Yeah, yeah. There some complaints, but yeah. you know. <laughs> now, how how old were you when you did that? Um, uh, that was uh, I was probably eleven, something like okay. that. Okay, 11 years old. So we, we have child labor laws here in, in the U.S. You couldn't do that here. <laughs> no, no. You couldn't, get, you couldn't be on the payroll anyway, right? You, you, no, no, no. Definitely not on payroll. But that's actually now the same in Italy. There's a, you cannot do that anymore. Yeah. Darn. <laughs> gosh. Darn. We need it to was get fun those at the kids time, started though. younger and younger. Right. <laughs> so, so what did that teach you when you did that at such a young age with the family business? And what did you learn from boxing the shoes? 
Well, I think you appreciate the labor that actually goes into every different step of the production process. It yeah. actually teaches you the effort that everybody that is part of uh, the mm -hmm. Ferragamo gr group from a simple employee that puts shoes in boxes yes. to the top management and how actually every level of, uh, of, uh, of a company is important to be respected and understood uh, yes. for the benefit of the company. So Everyone's important. Everyone is important, yeah. absolutely. They play an important yeah. role, yeah. Yeah, so tell us back to your winery. So when, in addition to great wine, what is one thing, a great dinner party, like with, like with your, like with the harvest, what is one thing that really makes that a great experience or a great dinner part or a great dinner party? Well, I think first and foremost is the people. You've got to have the right group of people that, uh, you know, you know that uh, they're there for a good time, that they have a curious uh, spirit and they want to learn. Because, you know, I was actually just came from uh, Las Vegas. I was there with the, the wine. Sin City. Uh, Sin City. <laughs> I was, uh, oh, boy. At a charity event oh, for the Las, Las Vegas Business Academy. Oh, nice. We raised some money for that, uh, that event. Right. And um, in the evening, I went to a, a bar, which is called uh, Coco's at the, uh, the Palms uh, mm -hmm. Resort. And uh, there was a sign over the door. So I'm not drinking dot 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 <laughs> I, am, I am learning and I think this is so important you know the wine is an incredible field because you yes. really get the, the, so much knowledge and you know it's important to demystify wine and not get intimidated by the complicated lingo that sometimes you have from the sommeliers yes it really is an incredible journey of, of experience and learning and this is the beauty of the wine business for me and so in a wine right. dinner you really want to have those people that are ready to learn about wine and want to know much about wine. And they're curious also to see how the wine interacts with the food. So that makes right. for the best uh, kind of dinner parties. Well, you're here with one of the most perfect dinner guests ever because Rob Giardinelli <laughs> enjoys his wine. You love, I you enjoy love my wine. I enjoy my food. I enjoy Italian food as most especially. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's the cuisine in Italy is unlike anything else. Um, did you... Did you do, I know your wife's a cook, did you do any cooking like with your siblings or with grandparents or anything growing up just in terms of like helping to put together w with that many relatives? I got to imagine that maybe it, from time to time it could be a team effort. You know, I, I'm not a very good cook and spoiled. <laughs> yeah. I have That's my, why you married one. <laughs> my awesome. wife yes. is a great uh, cook. So I, I am only known for my eggs. I make wonderful eggs okay. in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> the morning after breakfast, yes, absolutely. as we call it here <laughs> in the U.S. Yeah. Maybe that's what got you, your wife. I don't know. Who oh, knows? Yes, yeah, perhaps. Yes. I'm, I'm sure that helped. <laughs> that is so awesome. So, and and we were we we're talking about your your estate. I'd like to know more about that. How actually? How large is it? Well, the property is actually a thousand three hundred and fifty hectares. Okay. Uh, we have eighty five hectares of vineyards, yeah. uh, uh, ten thousand uh, olive trees. Um, to produce your olive oil, we produce our own olive oil wow. on the property. Is it the also Ilboro brand? It's Ilboro brand, For, across the board. extra okay. virgin olive oil, yeah. cold press. Uh, we have our own uh, mill facility wow. on the property. It's a beautiful, really unbelievable product. Uh, we produce our own uh, honey. It's uh, our own beehives. Yeah. It's yeah. fantastic. Uh, uh, vegetables. Uh, I mentioned chicken, eggs, beef. Yeah. Uh, we have about. Uh, uh, 350 hectares of uh, farmland, so some flowers, wheat, uh, hay. That's incredible. Uh, yeah. Wow. So it's, I mean, it's a working, sustainable farm from, from beginning to end, right? It is, and also we have dedicated one portion of the property in a remote area, less productive from a farming point of view, where we fitted uh, solar panels. Oh, nice, smart. So nice. it's actually an interesting concept, because when a guest come to stay at Il Borro, 
that actually are generating a negative carbon footprint, which is a, the property generates a negative carbon footprint, so they are contributing to this. So right. this is an interesting concept because we produce about 2 million kilowatt hours a wow. year, which is a, That's which a is tremendous great. amount. We only consume about a third of that, so yeah. everything else is sold back to the grid. Right. And the equivalent is uh, 930 tons of CO2 emission that, mm -hmm. we, wow. that we are not generating because there's no carbon emission for, wow. for that. So that, I think that's, uh, that's important. They're difficult numbers to try to understand because sure. you know, what, right. is, what is uh, 930 tons? So like, I came up with some formulas. It's like 77,500 trees that's the equivalent wow. of the CO2 that they actually absorb in a year. So that puts it in perspective. Yeah, so, it so Salvatore is also a mathematician. He yeah. is. No. Yes. No. Well, no. And, no. Also, <laughs> and also an incredibly stylish guy. So growing up, you know, you, you're, you grew up around fashion, obviously, all the time. Who were some of your biggest influences? And they don't necessarily have to be relatives, but who really influenced your own personal style growing up? Good question, because I have an, uh, an Italian father, an English mother. That's uh, a good hybrid. But that's that a is, very yeah. good hybrid. So I've had a bit of experience from uh, Italian uh, English boarding school, which is uh, yes. there's no style there. You have a new uniform. Your uniform, right. So yeah. a, bit, a, bit a bit different. Uh, but also have a, had a wonderful uh, grandmother, which has been also a, a patriarch of our family. She was known to be incredibly stylish. Incredibly, incredibly stylish. Like an icon stylish. in she your, was a in really your country. Yes. an iconic person. Yeah. And so I, I think she was, a, she was very special in my life. Isn't that I, interesting because of uh, in our relationships with our grandmothers as well, there's a very special bond between a grandson and a grandmother. And certainly from a style standpoint, you observe a lot, certainly grandfathers as well. But it's just fascinating how that still sticks with you. Absolutely. It's a dance stage. Absolutely. What's, yeah. the, what's the one thing she taught you that you still, from a style perspective, keep in, always keep in mind? Elegance, balance. As she's always said, you know, Salvatore, what a beautiful word is balance. And it's so true in everything that we do. It's not only related to fashion and clothing, but in everything that we do, it's always important to have that balance. And balance is really very closely related to elegance and not yeah. to overdress or over appear and always to feel comfortable but with incredible quality of the clothes that you're wearing and the way that you look that is uh, you know elegant and classical and you know that yeah. you, you present yourself to the world yes absolutely right. do you ever feel any pressure about that being from such a, a, a world-renowned family with how you present yourself. I mean, obviously you're wearing a beautiful suit and tie today, head to toe Ferragamo. Yeah. And, um, but did you ever feel any pressure? Like, okay, I gotta really step up my game for this because, or it may have come naturally. You know, you grow up and you go through your teens and you have a certain, uh, you know, maybe more relaxed uh, period of your life. And then of course you have a, a professional part of your life. So it depends on the different times of your, of your life. Yes how you interpret the way you should uh, look. So when I was sure. definitely probably in my school uh, times, I was much less concerned about my look, I'm much more yeah. relaxed and so on. Of course, uh, taking a more of an approach, a professional approach, of course, is important. Right. Also, how you look and how you present yourself, mm -hmm. I think, today is, uh, is part of your professional appearance, and it's important. Well, it seems like there's tremendous style in Italy. I mean, when we were there, you just, every block it, is filled with it was amazingly and dressed. And you didn't have to spend a ton of money. That was what really impressed me about Italy the most was you would see these really chic dresses in, in window shops and that suits were as well and for suits men. for, you know, under a hundred euro. And it was really 
you know, it was really just, it was really something else to see and behold, and it really just kind of permeates the culture. Why do you think Italian style is so admired around the world? Well, I think in a way it's, uh, it's classical, it's understated, uh, but it always also speaks of incredible quality of the, the fabrics, the leather, uh, the cut. And so you, you feel uh, that you're not overdoing it, uh, but that it just feels comfortable, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So the detail on the balance. It's absolutely. Right. Again, going back to that, the, balance, uh, the concept yeah. of balance. Right. Very true. Very wow. true. That is so yeah. cool. Because your family is world-renowned. And, and um, you, you've appeared in the family's ads, right? Or is that your twin brother? No, that's my twin brother. Yeah. You're like identical twin brother. I like to think so. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in the wine business. Yeah, Come on, give my me my identical twin brother, the supermodel. I was going to say, mate. Right. I was going to say there was no morning where he was hungover, and you just kind of had to stand in oh, that yeah, day. No, no way. You know, for, for a living, I eat and drink, so it's difficult yeah, to be. Exactly no, you learn for a living. Apparently, <laughs> going back to your earlier comment of what you learned in Vegas, right? Yes, absolutely. That's so awesome. Well, who are so back back to style? Who like on the screen? Because the screen is and one of the really all-time great cinematic stars has come out of Italy, Sofia Loren. Who are some of your, who are some film stars and icons that have influenced your style or whose style you really admire? Good question. I think uh, more of the classical uh, actors would be, you know, I think uh, Robert De Niro is, a, is, a, is a maybe a, a one of those that uh, represents Italian style in the world. And even today, he's always very elegant and distinguished in his, uh, the way he's, uh, he presents himself. I would think then, of course, you have the different Italian uh, actors and so on. And uh, but uh, yeah, I would say that. Yeah, those are good. Those are that's a great example. Robert De Niro is always well turned out in yes. everything, which is awesome. Even yes. when he's funny, he's Even beautifully dressed. Absolutely. You know, he's. Yeah. I think a lot of people realize his comic value as well as his intense dramatic point of view. Totally. And, you know, with, you know, great style, actually, like we talked about with dinner parties, who is a person who you think is an excellent host outside of yourself, of course, and your um, wife a, a, yeah. and your wife who's <laughs> an excellent host um, and entertaining. And why are they why are they so good at it? Well, I would actually say uh, my sister-in-law, my, oh. my brother's wife, she's an excellent host. She really uh, this is what she actually has a company, which is uh, uh, made by my by Louisa. And she uh, organizes weddings in, uh, in Tuscany, and she's very, very careful about protocol and sitting the right people in the, the, in the, different uh, in, in the right place and, and doing the sitting plan accordingly. And at the same time, to, um, you know, the dress, uh, the, dress the theme mm -hmm. of the party, yes. the menu, the wine pairing. She's uh, excellent at that. Now, does your sister-in-law, does she see couples together or does she see them apart at a dinner party? Usually apart. Yeah. Usually apart. That's and such she, the European way. I love that so much. Yes, I think so. I think it's, a, it, you know, you, you want to try to get people to know each other and not, you know, if you sit next to your significant other, you right. might not have that uh, experience. And one thing I learned from uh, one of our fellow guests, on your fellow guests on the podcast, Becca Case and Thrash in Houston, she will have the gentleman change seats at dessert, which I believe is an Italian custom. I actually haven't experienced that uh, okay. personally, but it sounds like maybe a, it's very good. <laughs> maybe it's the other ones. Maybe it's Fred. <laughs> but it's great because gentlemen can get up and they can sit by whomever they wanted to sit by originally, maybe, which is always interesting as well mm. for conversation. Sure. But I agree. I think couples should not be seated together. Yeah. You see each other all the time. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Right? It's old news. Yeah. But when you're seated with someone new and interesting dynamic, it's good for business. 
it's good for just expanding your horizons. Even just socially, you know. Even then socially, you come yeah. back, Go back to your significant other and say, you know, I heard this and this, which maybe you wouldn't have otherwise. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And it, gossip. The gossip. Well, I was going to say, yeah. it's amazing what happens when there's four ears in different parts of the room, then two ears together at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> so which reminds me of a fun question we love to ask our guests. I hope you're ready for it, Salvatore. Sure, go ahead. If you could dine with one or more people from history, like perfect dinner party, who would you have? Like, who are some people throughout history, Italian or not, that I, you would love to find out more at? You know, about? actually, I would be very curious to have dinner with Sophia Loren. Oh, speaking of which, there we she go. makes another appearance. What, 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 uh, now, you know, explain to us over here in the States, what, as a, as a child growing up in Italy, what, what drew, you know, all of Italy to her? Like, what was the quality that she had that really made her well, just she, synonymous with glamour and style and success? Well, of course, uh, she had an incredible success in Hollywood. Mm -hmm. Personally speaking, of course, was one of my uh, grandfather's uh, first clients. Uh, so she contributed to the also the success of uh, my grandfather through her appearance. Nice. And uh, but also an incredibly strong lady, which in a way reminds me of my grandmother. So I'd, I'd be curious to to know more about her. And you know, it was the those uh, incredible uh, years where Italy was emerging and she was right. the face of Italy. She was really a very uh, lady from the south of Italy, but incredibly, of course, beautiful, but at the same time uh, with a strong character and the passion for what she did. So it'd be interesting to, you know, who knows, maybe one day meet her. I was going to say, isn't that a one phone call I was going to say, yeah, you're, you're overdue. you got to get busy. that dinner she's together. Very, oh, she's she's very busy. Busy. I was going to say, don't all the important <laughs> Italians know each other? That's what I thought. <laughs> well, and I also think that her authenticity is probably something you're attracted to as well. Absolutely. She's very genuine, very, very earthy. Absolutely. We have another guest, Gray Hahn, who photographed her in, at her home and um, had such great stories about how wonderful she is. She also took the last official portrait of um, Princess Grace. Princess Grace. So just, you know, everyone who's come in contact, so I'm sure you'd love her just as much. I'm sure, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure your wife would yeah. too. Yeah, she would, <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah that's so, well, uh, yeah, I think that's a great example of a dinner guest. What it, would you ask her? What's one thing you'd ask her? Would you ask her about her husband's films, her career? I want to. I would actually ask her if she remembers my grandfather. Oh, of course. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Well, to learn some, to learn some things, especially did, in his youth. I yeah. Know, what did he say to you? <laughs> oh, it was so beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> he probably made a hell of a great shoe sure that fit her beautifully. Yes. Absolutely. Right, and it was comfortable and and yet beautiful. Yes. I yes. can't speak for Sophia Loren, but I would imagine that's probably pretty close to it. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> so we're we're about out of time, but oh, um, we want. I know Already? we wanted to end with Jeez. one one question, and that is, what is one thing you think all stylish people have? Well, I, a good question. I don't know. It's a, it's very personal. So everybody interprets uh, style in their own uh, unique way. So uh, I think it's uh, it's down to a, a sense of uh, of being and uh, what you recognize uh, that makes you as a human being and what you think uh, yeah. you know you are so it's a uh, it's indeed very very personal and in a way it goes back to what i was saying before about balance and it's a question of your personal balances what you you think uh, is uh, what makes you as a person 
I love it. Back Perfect to balance answer. and authenticity again. Well, you've been a delightful guest, Salvatore. No, so you. nice thank to. You. Will you, you come back on your next trip? Absolutely. We'd love no. to have you as a guest again. It, we'll pleasure. see how the farm continues and how the harvest was and all. We may come help with the yes, harvest. Yes, I know. Sixteenth <laughs> of September. September sixteenth. So, if people want to find out more about your farm estate, where would they go to? Would they? Well, today, of course, you go online and yeah. you'll, you'll see Il Borro online, and, it, and it's all its beauty. Ilboro.it. Yeah, .com. .it. Or .com. We, okay, we have good. Them both. So they can yeah. stay there. So people after they hear this will Absolutely. probably be thrilled to make the reservations right away well I and drink your wine and learn from love your to wine. see them in uh, <laughs> we love americans uh, we have about 60 percent of our guests come from the u.s market so absolutely Fantastic. love to see them back it there. sounds like a great time yeah wonderful oh, yeah well thank you salvatore i'm lance every morgan and i'm rob giardinelli and we are signing off from the nema marcus private client room in san antonio texas with success with style reminding you that great style simply starts by having a unique point of view have a great day, everyone. Bye, everyone. Thanks, Salvatore. Thank you. Thank you, Lance. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.